Welcome, Blood Brothers and Sanguine Sisters, to Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm your host, Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello. Brooke Merritt. Hi. And Zach Rowland. Hey. And today we're discussing Season 8, Episode 4, Scar Tissue. On this episode, Quinn and Detective Black Lady pass the sergeant exam. Deb and Vogel have fun with survivor's guilt and PTSD. Jamie tries to play matchmaker with Dexter and his neighbor. And car accidents happen in Miami. Some of them are intentional. What did you guys Mm -hmm. think of this episode overall? I thought it was better than the first, the last episode, but um, it was still pretty bad and ended on a... Well, it could have ended on a cliffhanger, but then they decided to just go ahead and wrap it all up there at the end. So, uh, just just more wasted potential. Yeah, I mean, uh, I watched it while I was cooking food, so um, it was <laughs> it was it was nice. Uh, it was nice <laughs> to make the time go by. What is happening? <laughs> This one dragged by so long for me that I kept thinking it had gone forward into the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, this is, um, uh, as as much as you guys might not like it, this, I think, is the, the end. This is the end of Dexter as a, as a good show. Um, I think that this is where the, the, the last... The, la- the last actions that happen in this episode uh, where it could lead into something interesting happen here and then they completely blow it for the rest of the season. Um, and it, it mostly has to do with how they deal with Deb and Dexter's falling out, which comes to a head at the end of this episode. And I think, I think that's good. I think what's been happening with Deb's character has been great up until this point, and that after this episode, it completely falls apart. As a week to week watcher at this point, because um, I was watching week to week for the last two seasons, so for seven and eight, um, it did not bother me at all that they did not cliffhanger whether or not Dexter stayed underwater or whether or not both of them stay underwater because this is episode four of 12 and Dexter is not going to die in episode four of 12. Yeah. So you might as well show me how he got out. What a great twist that would have been. Yeah. If the rest Better of it had just than been what about, actually happens. It just been about season one, Cody for the rest of the, <laughs> the season. <laughs> hey, they did it. In six I, I would have under. been less disappointed. He just keeps pointing at uh, Deb and saying, it's all your fault. (laughs) Until Deb shoots him, becomes a killer (laughs) herself. Uh, The events of killing LaGuerta play out, but this time Deb shoots Dexter. The flashback fades into present-day Deb standing in the container with Vogel close behind her. Deb thinks Vogel can't be trusted and is just using Dexter to find a psychopath. Deb admits she's upset, and Vogel ends their session for the day. Dexter is at a crime scene. A woman has been killed, likely by someone she knew. Batista tells Quinn that he passed his sergeant exam. 
Detective Black Lady tells Masuka that there was a little hottie back at the station asking after him. Dexter meets with... We'll get there. Dexter meets with Vogel <laughs> to get an update on Deb. Deb has been seeing Vogel for about a week. She tells Dexter that Deb may not ever let him back into her life. Dexter looks into another suspect, AJ Yates. He has a scar from brain surgery and drinks Pepsi. Oh, he did is, the Pepsi challenge. Which oh. is a pretty solid sign that you're there's something wrong with your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Pepsi is, challenge. I didn't know this. I didn't know this about Pepsi. The Pepsi challenge involves cutting into your brain. Yeah, you guys didn't know this. I didn't know any of this about Pepsi. We'll tell you that this next time you see a Pepsi challenge, do it. <laughs> I know the story about how the Pepsi challenge uh, created a a invalid theory at coca-cola and led to new coke which was a complete disaster mm-hmm. um, because the pepsi challenge is only good for what tastes good to you on an immediate level not what tastes good to you over an entire case and so when you give someone a sip of pepsi and a sip of coke because pepsi is sweeter they're going to pick pepsi but people won't drink a whole case of sweet in a week, like they will a whole case of Coke. And so when they switched huh. the Coke formula to sweet, nobody wanted it because they, they didn't want to drink more than a little bit of it at a time. And so the Pepsi challenge was a, was a sham. Yeah. But great marketing on their port. Yeah. Yeah. This, I've learned something. So even though we're talking about a terrible episode, it's been <laughs> educational. Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> where New Coke that. came from. They thought that everybody liked the but, the sweeter taste better, but it does sort of play into the whole uh, psychology of what Vogel is doing to uh, um, <laughs> to Deb in turn of like manipulating her mind and like making her think that she's done these other things or this thing or that thing. You know, I think Deb is the Pepsi challenge. She's a hot dog stand <laughs> with the Pepsi challenge. <laughs> hot, dog, a hot dog stand that serves Pepsi is not going to have any visits from me. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> that's a bunch of crap. Unless I can bring my own Coke in, that's not happening. Uh, Deb is staying at Vogel's. Vogel shows Deb footage of Harry worrying over young Dexter's killing. Harry had serious misgivings that the code would keep Dexter in check. Vogel says that Deb was right to protect Dexter and the Dexter is who he was supposed to be. Dexter shows up to confront Vogel about Yates' scar. Vogel said she had found a lesion on Yates' brain but didn't know if the hospital went ahead and operated on him. Dexter tells Vogel he needs Deb in his life and that she needs to help him. She needs help to forgive him. Dexter investigates Yates's house. He finds a birthday present addressed to dad and Yates's father's birth date and nursing home address on a helpful calendar. He finds a closet full of women's shoes. The camera pans back to reveal that Yates is watching Dexter in the basement via a hidden camera. He stalks up the stairs and stops when he hears Vogel's voice when Dexter calls her on the speakerphone. 
He takes Prince off the shoes and details his plan. Dexter takes Prince off the shoes and details his plans for the next few hours. Yates returns to the basement and we see a woman bound and gagged there. When you break into someone's house, why would you use speakerphone? It's so he can multitask and take take the fingerprints at the same time. It's so the plot can happen, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get that, but at the same time, you really want to be pretty aware of what's going on around you if you yeah. broke in somebody's house. Right, because it builds tension. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. It's gotten so sloppy. Yeah, it was it was a very sloppy thing. And it was a thing where I was like watch like while I was watching the episode, I was like, you know, Dexter never uses the speakerphone. Oh, that's why he's using the speakerphone. Got it. It's important to the plot that Yates oh. overhears this. Of course. Cassie from 4B is a friend of Jamie's who ran out of laundry detergent. Harrison has a kissy neck. Great scene. <laughs> Great scene. <laughs> Quinn, Jamie, and Batista are celebrating Quinn passing his exam. Quinn overhears the cop who busted Deb talking smack about her and punches him. Batista separates them and Quinn goes home and bones Jamie, who presses on his bruised ribs on purpose. And back to back great scenes. Just <laughs> crushing it. Just, just crushing like a long it. stretch of what the hell is happening and why. This Hold is, on. Hold on. I think, I think we, we can just... go for a triple threat. <laughs> this next scene is going to blow your brains. <laughs> Harrison has an invisible elephant named Dan. <laughs> yes! There yes! we go. Three great scenes back to back. What an like episode. Nothing has anything to do with anything. <laughs> I was going to say something about Queen, right ahead. but now I can't remember what. Right ahead. <laughs> I enjoyed watching Jamie torture Quinn. That was that was nice. Oh, well, um, like it's just this this whole season. The only thing we've seen from Quinn is him be angry for no apparent reason, uh, obsessed with Deb, and inside Jamie, inside Jamie, and, and yeah, or. Alluding to having been recently inside Jamie with Stacko condom. Yep. Yep. He puts them on triple th- triple threat style. <laughs> Goes in three at a time. Oh Jesus! Quinn's not having no babies. Um. Thank <laughs> thank God for that. <laughs> Deb and Vogel have another container session. Vogel asks Deb to defend the idea that she should have killed Dexter instead. Vogel makes the case that Deb will always choose Dexter. Deputy Chief Matthews says that Detective Black Lady also passed the sergeant exam and he should consider promoting uh, her instead. Batista is disappointed in Quinn's bar fight and tells him to solve the brain surgeon case. Just just do that. Yeah. This Quincy. is going to turn it all around. Just get it man. over. Just do that, Quinn. Uh, Dexter finds matches for the fingerprints, all matches for missing women. We as the audience see that the most recent woman is the one that was still alive in the basement. The hottie is a student named Nikki, who may be Masuka's daughter. She has his soulful yet haunting eyes, and they share the same laugh. Okay, Brooke, this one's on you. Yes. Do what? 
go. <laughs> this, one, this one's your. This one's Just your un- field. Yeah, the scene was made for you. Yeah. Everybody's cutting out. That's the problem. I can't even understand what you're telling me to do. <laughs> but I assume you want my thoughts on Masuka having a daughter. Yes. Uh, the minute she came on, you you know that's going to be the plot line because you just know that's where they're going with that story. Because where else are they going to go? There was no question in my mind. Like, great, here we go. He's perving on this girl, and it's going to be that same thing we've seen on so many shows that she's his daughter. Then we're going to get a new, friendlier, nicer Masuka down the road. Yeah, new. I think there is a show on right now where the whole premise of the show is that there's a bunch of women who are related by a doctor who sperm donored to a bunch of other women. It's yeah. a terrible show. It's a terrible idea. It's Ooh. just like this. It's so that bad. actually happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is that wasn't just. It, it was a yeah. movie. I think I don't. I don't think it was Do- a long running show. That doesn't mean but, we need that type of content. And I've seen like the people who are involved in the real case that it's based on who are like, hey, maybe don't make a cutesy family sitcom kind of yeah. thing about something horrible. <laughs> it's not cute. Yeah, it's, that show's not going to be on long. People aren't. Are enjoying no, no, that no, you, you say that, but like keeping up with the Kardashians is still on. The world is a, cess, a cesspool. Like yeah. it just. You are right. You are right. I, I, at the time, I was sauteing some onions, and I remember this happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to myself out loud, "No one else in the room except for my cat." Uh, this is the <laughs> stupidest plot line of this entire show. No. No, no it's second. It's second. <laughs> second? All right. I think we know what number one is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Deb tried Deb to bone wants dicks. to sleep with Dixter. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the same category. They're in the same ballpark. <laughs> no, no. It's it's Masuka definitely second gives up worst. immediately. Uh, Masuka, as soon as Masuka has the information, it's over. Yeah. Deb always had the information. And it's it's just always wrong. Um, and guess what? Uh, Masuka's plotline is for the rest of the show. This I would assume <laughs> none. Bonding with this daughter, and it, and it gets it gets so good. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was sauteing some chicken. In a- <laughs> so Deb is going full Pepe Sylvia on some files at Elway's agency. Elway gives Deb his backstory about becoming a cop despite his rich dad. Deb says her dad was everything to her and that they were more alike than she ever thought. And Deb declines to drink beer. After my onions were done sauteing, I saw this scene and I said, oh, great. Backstory. (laughs) Nobody cares about Elway. Nobody (laughs) cares. Exactly. I don't need to know about your daddy issues. It's not helping the story along at all. It's not, why do we care? And that character is such a, he's such a just like two-dimensional character, like always having a good time and always has the funny repartee and puts up with any amount of shit from Deb and... He's every slimy P.I. who's ever been on TV. 
Uh, Dexter goes back to Yates's and see and finds the secret door to the basement. He finds the camera monitors and realizes that Yates saw and heard everything. He also finds the woman stuffed in a big tool cart with a stab wound. Dexter rescues her to an ER, and then he and Vogel are back in Yates's basement. Yates has copies of Vogel's files, including notes about Dexter. Her notes say that Dexter's feelings for Deb are a delusion. Dexter doesn't appreciate being a lab rat. He tells her that after Yates is dead, she is out of Dexter's life. Yeah, bitch. Oh, man. <laughs> like... Yo, perfect Dexter. Best best scene of the uh, of this episode. It's like, oh, we can put this behind us. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah, Vogel's last episode. This will that'll be the end of it. Yep. Well, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> Quinn just solves that case, and then we're over. It's done. <laughs> yep. Gets the promotion over Detective Black Lady, and everything's fine with the world. Deb searches Vogel's desk and finds a locked drawer full of DVDs. She takes the next one out. Harry is talking about Dexter killing Heck. This is a, this is the interesting sentence. Harry is talking about Dexter killing Harry's partner's killer. Wow! There we go. Harry says that mm. no one deserves what Dexter did to that man, meaning cutting him up so that he could dispose of him. Does it mean this is like? I mean, I get where they're coming from, but it's almost like they retconned all of Harry throughout the entire show. Like they were like, oh, this one moment basically is like Harry was never really on board with this, but but he has been the entire time, you know. No, they just they did they did a bad job of tying it back to information we already have, which is that after Dexter's first kill, Harry like walked in on the aftermath of it, and Harry couldn't take it and killed himself. Because Matthews tells Dexter that that's what happened, and they cover it up, um, and then they put the timeline together, and Dexter figures out that it was because he couldn't take it, and so this is just like video evidence of that connection, um, because that's what Deb ends up asking him later in the episode: "Is like, did Dad kill himself?" Yeah, it, it was just it felt wonky. It was like, what? Are, why does this make a difference? But I, I get, I do remember that now. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things. Like, I don't remember if they showed it in the like previously on Dexter at the beginning of the episode. So I usually don't watch those. But that would have been a good thing to like plant back in the viewer's mind of yeah, Harry's, you know, it being determined that Harry committed suicide because he couldn't handle what Dexter had become. Right. Uh, Yates wakes up in his van with a call from the nursing home. It's Dexter's voice calling him to a come quick. Yates arrives and pulls out his father's breathing tube. Then he escapes out a window and Dexter hides behind a door before walking out. <laughs> so dumb. Yes. At, at, at this time, I, uh, I was, uh, my peppers were burning, so I missed. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, Batista gives Dexter the stabbed woman's clothes to run through evidence. The woman has survived so far. Deb visits Quinn by the food truck and thanks him for protecting her when she was drunk. Deb tells him to make it work with Jamie. Dexter sees her and they meet. Deb says she wants to talk. So they get into the motor pool car. Dexter is driving. Deb tells Dexter about the last DVD of Harry. She asks Dexter if Harry killed himself and Dexter assents, telling her what Matthews told him. 
Deb says she thinks she knows how Harry felt, but he only got it half right. She forces the wheel and the car goes off the road into a small lake. A guy jumps in and rescues Deb. Safe on shore, she turns back and swims out to rescue Dexter beneath the water. They surface with Dexter still unconscious just before the scene cuts to credits. Do not get that ending at all. I really feel they should have ended this episode with her swerving into the water. That, That should have been the final scene. If or they, they should have just not do done this. this at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they were going to do this, that's how they should have ended this episode. This makes no sense. Yeah. What were you doing at this point, Zach? <laughs> no, don't start that again. Um. <laughs> were the onions finished at this point? Or did you add in the peppers at this point? Oh, everything everything came together. It was it was quite nice. It was actually it was all mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well that, that sounds about like like the trajectory of the show. You're making this elaborate dish turns out to just be mac and cheese. Honestly, you guys, seriously, I have watched so many of these episodes while I cook. I can't even tell you. It's like it's it's all about. I feel I feel like Dexter because I'm just chopping things and throwing <laughs> knives around and I'm like <laughs> eating as I go and I'm like ah oh, I'm like a Dexter I just don't eat people well, that's not him back, but you know back to actual conversation about this <laughs> I remember I remember the first time watching this when Deb goes to visit Quinn and and talks to him about making it work with Jamie and all that stuff I can tell us like man she's she's probably going to kill herself um, and then she swerves a car into the water and you're like, oh hell, like she's going to take Dexter with her. And, uh, y- y- of course it's so early in the season, you know, they're one or both of them is going to get saved, but it was just such an interesting thing to see her do, to see how her feelings have changed so much over the past season yeah i think it's like i said i think it's the last good idea that the show has is deb trying to kill the both of them is immediately undercut by her not doing a very good job of it and then just sort of deciding that she can't go through with it anyway um and i don't think i mean it's splitting hairs but i i don't think that having there be any sort of a cliffhanger as the ending of the episode makes it any better or worse. Um, I would have been even more irritated if they had cliffhangered it just to have them both pulled out of the water and fine at the beginning of the next episode. So true. You know, nothing bad is going to happen to them in episode four. Uh, this was directed by Stefan Schwartz. He directed three episodes of Dexter one per season in season six through eight. This is his final episode. It was written by Tim Schlattman, wrote two episodes for all eight seasons, except for one episode in season five. And this is his last soul writing credit. He writes the penultimate episode of the series along with Wendy West. What was the best line of the episode? I don't, don't think I had one for this, but I would have probably gone with that. Um, that half right line that Deb says. 
Yeah, Harry got it yeah. half right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that one too because I didn't have one. <laughs> There's just nothing good in these episodes. I did not have a best line for this episode either. Just steal Zach's. That's what I did. Yeah. Everybody's going to have soulful yet haunting eyes is the worst. That was my <laughs> worst one. That is pretty bad. I have another one, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I do. It's uh, Dexter talking about the other, the the guy with the brain part cut out or whatever. Uh, he said, he's a bundler, a cable, phone, and internet, but I need to know if murder is part of the package. Also my oh. worst line. Oh. That was my oh, choice. My. Yeah. <laughs> that was really That was bad. mine. Oh, I fucking can't stand it. <laughs> yep. Oh, that was so bad. No, it was like... terrible. <laughs> God yeah, damn it's not, it. It's not uh, even one of those, those ones where Dexter's just like says a stupid thing like I'm I'm full true and fully cookied or whatever. It's just like that is a fucking shitty line to think or say. <laughs> period. Well and truly cookied was at least like aw. This yeah. that was terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. So bad. Somebody started, put a lot of effort into that line too. That's the sad part. You know, when I started one, I, when that oh, line happened, I was probably throwing up from the the whole Masuka storyline. Yeah. I started rooting for the other guy at that point. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> kill him. Kill Dexter. I don't care. <laughs> Dexter needed to die for that line. <laughs> that might be one of the worst lines of the entire series. Turns out murder is part of the bundle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> For just twenty nine ninety five a month, you can murder <laughs> Murder anytime. Uh, we still have the performance of the episode. <clears throat> I'm actually going to go with James Remar on this one just for his um, flashback video. Because why not? Jennifer Carpenter was good. And then was this the episode that had the neighbor who did the laundry? I don't even know. Is that she was all right? Oh yeah, she was good. That was the know, last I episode. Think it was this I think one. you're not. Was it? Going to give it to Jamie? For I don't know. Right. You're right. It was together. this one. It was I this don't one. Know. The invisible elephant or whatever was good too. Dan, Dan, <laughs> fucking Dan. Dan. Cassie Third. from Four B. Performance of the episode is Dan the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. He did nothing wrong. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for helping me with this episode. If that's what we did. And if uh, <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you in the next episode of Deeply Discussing Dexter. <laughs>